What up, cryptids and milfs? I'm your host, Amanda. And I'm Ella, and you're entering the sovereign country of Scully Nation, where the flashlights are flickery and the blazers are very, very boxy. They're literally just wearing cardboard boxes. They are. But they bought them at Land's End. So they're fashionable. Mm-hmm. That's like a place you can buy boxers, right? Or boxers. <laughs> oh, God. Blazers. Probably both. Well, actually, yeah. Probably both. Hmm. That's beautiful. It is. Well, this is my first time watching The X-Files. And this is my third or fourth time. Get your story straight. It. Okay. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to settle. I'm going to stop saying third or fourth. I think it's my fourth time. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Third time is a charm, though, is the problem. Yeah. Rule of threes comedy. Well, the thing is, I have seen some episodes many, 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 many times. Yeah. So I don't know how that counts. I think I've seen the whole show through probably four times, but there are certain episodes that I've seen like 12 times. Like this one? No, not like this one. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. Anyway, but enough jokes. Oh, sorry. I'd like to bring the tone down because okay. this is this is a serious episode. Okay. This is this about is America. N- this is not an episode for jokes. Oh. It's not an episode for goofs. Oh. This is a serious subject about the haunted moon. <laughs> it's Mars. The haunted <laughs> Mars face. The Mars ghost? It's serious. Oh. No, no, no. It's Mars. Serious is a lot farther away. It's deadly serious. It is deadly. Yes. And very, very. No. Goofy. No. It's very silly. No. It's very silly. This is the. This is an episode that really wrestles with philosophical <laughs> concepts and you know <laughs> morality, right and wrong. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I mean, we'll get into it, obviously, when we get into the meat of the episode, but I liked how this was the one where they really started exploring, like, the difference between religious faith (laughs) and faith in, you know, these alien creatures and things like that, and really kind of exploring Mm -hmm. and sinking their teeth into what that means. Yes. Um, Or maybe they just had a bad CGI (laughs) ghost kind of, like, fly out of the ceiling. (laughs) One of those. It was definitely one of those. One of those. And we'll talk about it. Yes. Today on Scully Nation. And then Whoa, our great theme song plays. Oh, we second second theme song. Yeah, we have a okay. secret little second theme song. Great. That's silly. Anyway, so as you've probably guessed, we're talking about season one, episode nine, Space. The Final Frontier. Yes. Uh, this episode aired on November 12th, 1993. Uh, this episode was written by Chris Carter and directed by William Graham. Uh, so Chris, Chris C., our, our boy, I guess. Uh, I don't know if I want to say that. Yeah, I thought you hated him. He's, uh, and he's a man. Anyway, <laughs> he has previously written Pilot, Deep Throat, and Jersey Devil. So this is his second Monster of the Week. And then William Graham. So he, this is kind of an interesting uh, uh, guy. Wait, I think I know. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> I think I know about this. <laughs> this is a very interesting career. Okay, go on, tell so me. So he, he did direct three episodes of The X-Files. Um, he was also a criminal profiler for the FBI himself. <laughs> so... <laughs> He grew up in uh, rural Louisiana. 
can't do it anymore. No, I'm sorry, anyway. I'm sorry. You can do it. You can do it. Anyway. You can keep doing it. Uh, <laughs> I apologize. So then he, you know, he moved to New Orleans where he became a homicide detective. Mm-hmm. And then he uh, moved to the FBI. Mm-hmm. And at some point, uh, he did direct some TV. Um, but his, his career did come to a tragic end. <laughs> he was diagnosed with encephalitis. And he did <laughs> disappear. Uh, with famed serial killer Hannibal Lecter. So, it's a really... <laughs> Spoilers for Hannibal. I didn't spoil it. That's true, that's true. I, I, I spoiled nothing. Uh, what do you mean, Han- what are you talking about, Hannibal? <laughs> well, <laughs> this he... is a real man's life. No, I know, but okay. he worked with a real man named Hannibal, didn't mm-hmm. he? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm talking about the real historical uh, figure, Hannibal. Thank you. Yes. I wouldn't lie about this. I was, I had something in my throat, so I don't know why I was laughing. I just... <laughs> you know you laugh when you have... Oh, <laughs> That would be very evil. How bad of a TV director would Will Graham, <laughs> as played by our boy, <laughs> whose name is... You started it and then you did not know his <laughs> I was hoping you would... Hugh Dancy. I was hoping it would come to me. Uh, how bad would an episode of television directed by Will Graham as played by Hugh Dancy be? Well, I hope there would be a lot of, uh, like, carpet swatches. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> you know. Is that a Will Graham thing, or is that a Hugh Dancy, a Dancy thing? thing? He loves carpets. Would he... I want to say my immediate instinct is he would be terrible. hmm But he's got, like, an eye for details. That's true. So... And he, I guess be really good at, like bringing out performances in people. Yeah? The mm. problem is when the actors start doing something that he doesn't want, and then he'll just, like, jump in there and start doing it himself. Yeah, and it that's gets always... It's really messy. It's like, uh, Mr. Graham, mm-hmm. let the professionals do this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Hmm. So. I mean, it feels like he would just direct, like, a commercial for boats or something. <laughs> I mean, probably. So. Fishing lures. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Anyway. That was a little goof about the fact that the director of this episode is named William Graham, mm-hmm. which we had fun with while we were watching as well. Yes. He did direct three episodes of The X-Files. That's real. Okay. He was otherwise uninteresting, so. Uh, I think it's pretty interesting, <laughs> the whole Hannibal thing. <laughs> okay, okay. You're when right. he did the double homicide. You're right. Anyway, this is not a Hannibal podcast. This is an X-Files podcast. Well, it so. could be a Hannibal podcast. Hit us up if you're interested. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Hey, I'd do it. Anyway, so this episode takes place in Cape Canaveral, Florida. Are and... they in Houston? Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, the, uh, well, aren't they, like, right next to each other? It's, like, Houston Mission Control, but Cape Canaveral. The, the time code definitely said Cape Canaveral. Wait, I thought you were saying that you thought Houston and Cape Canaveral were next to each other. No, 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 no. They, <laughs> okay. That's you know, what I was trying to No, it's Houston. <laughs> no, like, oh, no. no, 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 no. The episode takes place in Cape Canaveral, but it's Houston Mission Control. What? The time code said Cape Canaveral, Florida. For the launch. Yes. But all the, like, action is in Houston. That's what I meant. Okay. okay. That's what I meant. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That did not come across. That's sorry, I was I was being a silly goose. No, no, no. Okay. I'm sorry. I'll That's what I meant. <laughs> anyway. So, plot synopsis. A mysterious force is sabotaging a space launch program, which leads directly back to the commander of the team, who once claimed to have seen an alien in space while witnessing Mars from Earth orbit. The aliens 
the alien returns to Earth with him to torment him and wreck his new space program. <gasps> Aliens? Why? Alien. Oh, sorry. Alien? Why? One. Sorry, this is the first movie, not the sequel? Yes. Okay. So, should we get it to the meat? I want to talk about that crunchy alien ghost meat. Mm. Yum, yum, yum. 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 It's 1977. Star Wars. In the do, theaters. Do, 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 do. Yep. Do. And more importantly, for this episode, is not that, because that's not relevant at all. Uh, in this one, we're seeing a, uh, a TV news broadcast from 1977. Talking about the photos that we're taking of Mars's surface showing water. Mm-hmm. That's cool, I guess. But more importantly, there's a big old spooky face on Mars. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be seeing a lot of that face. Yes. Later on. Yes, we are. Uh, NASA is just denying <laughs> that aliens exist. We got Commander Belt. Yep. Mar- Marcus. Lieutenant Colonel Marcus Aurelius Belt. Okay. Was so he, was he a Lieutenant Colonel in the 1977? Nah, Maybe not. Marcus Aurelius Belt. Uh, we'll get to know him. We'll get to love him. We'll get, we'll to, get to know him. We'll get to know him. <laughs> we'll get to know him. Uh, is being interviewed, and then he goes back home, and he... To his horrible apartment. Who's... Was it the same apartment? The one That's at the what beginning? I was wondering. I think it was the same God. apartment. <laughs> it's the worst. Ugh, boy, it's ugly. Anyway, so he uh, he seems distressed. He goes to bed and he starts having like I don't know if it's nightmares. I guess he's still awake, so I guess it's just waking nightmares. Yeah. Of memories of his spacewalk, during which he's attacked by a spooky ghost. Yes. That's scary. It's. A very serious scene mm-hmm. where he's laying in his bed, mm-hmm. looking at his ugly spackled ceiling, and a uh, bad CGI ghost face mm-hmm. comes <laughs> r- just just right at him. Yeah, and then almost we like it's uh, leaning in for a little smooch. Maybe, maybe that's the vibe I got anyway. It's not the vibe that I got. <laughs> oh no! But I support you your decision. Uh oh. Anyway. Oh boy. Cut to black credits fade up from black back to color oh we're out of the black and we're into the blue steve blue sea present day space not space earth what we're on earth oh yeah that's true uh we get a bunch of stock footage of shuttle launches oh so much stock footage which are so very clearly (laughs) stock footage um and then once that's done, that just keeps going on for a while. Yeah, it goes yeah. on for a little bit longer than I was hoping for. I guess this episode was a little thin, <laughs> time wise. <laughs> sure. Um, then we're at Houston Mission Control. Yes. And uh, <laughs> I really enjoyed the contrast between they were showing like stock footage of like actual Mission Control, and then they like cut to their version of Mission Control, <laughs> and it's just like, like they're made of cardboard. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's like no buttons. Yeah. It's all, it's very funny. Yes. It just, it really brought home. The set, like, wasn't that bad, but then when you see it no, in contrast yeah. directly with the real mission control, it's like, oh, boy. It was pretty sad. It was sad. There's, like, you know, one big clock. That's yeah. all they got. 
They did film it at the real Canadian Airlines Operations Center, though. Oh, oh I'm not so. feel bad that I'm making fun of Canadian Airlines Operations Center. No, I mean, you can. You can. <laughs> it's fine. You're, you're, you're correct. The okay. contrast was quite silly. Yeah. Anyway, so there's a flight uh, that's about to go off. That's launch. Not, launch. That's the correct term <laughs> the, for that. The space shuttle is about to launch. The space shuttle is about to launch. Uh, but, uh-oh, they get cut off at the last second. Mission aborted. Scrub that launch. Scrub that launch. That's the word say. we use. Mm-hmm. I just read, uh, <clears throat> what's that book called? Endurance. <laughs> By okay. Scott oh, Kelly. To <laughs> think about it. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to have to defer to your um, swaths of knowledge in this episode because yes. you have uh, taken an astronomy class. I took two semesters of astronomy, mm-hmm. so I'll be the molder in this case. Okay, okay. And I'll explain things. Excellent. Don't Thank worry you. about it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's called scrubbing. <laughs> Thanks. You, already, you got that. I got they, that. They scrub mm-hmm. okay. the launch. Apparently, uh, that doesn't happen very often in Russia, but it happens all the time with NASA. Full fact. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. Okay. I just remember that from the book. Okay. Yeah, I guess Russians are better. Or they don't like to admit failure. Yeah, probably. Which I think is probably the reason. Probably. Better. Having watched, I'm bringing my expertise having watched six seasons of The Americans. So, well, I've watched four episodes of The Americans. Okay. Well, then you know. I don't. Well, not yet. You will. Anyway, so they scrub this flight. Uh, all right, then we cut back. Uh, Mulder and Scully are in Washington D.C. They're sitting on these steps somewhere. Uh, they'd gotten a, a note from somebody that said that they wanted to talk to them. Uh, and it's all very hush-hush, uh, very cloak and dagger. Uh, and then a, a fancy lady walks past. I guess we we had seen her in the previous scene. Oh, yes, sir. Um, she was the communications officer. Wait, I wrote it down. Um, Mission Control Communications Commander. Okay. Sure. Uh, at NASA. And she is concerned about this particular uh, launch that didn't happen. And then there was a couple others that didn't as well, I believe. And she brings them evidence of um, probable sabotage. She shows them a uh, schematic of some a part of the valve. Sure. That's the auxiliary power unit. Okay. Valve. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Uh, and there are some scoring marks on the valve, so evidence of tampering. But the uh, curious part is that it would take extreme temperatures to uh, make that scoring, make those scoring marks, and there's no way that that could have happened unnoticed. So seems like nonsense is afoot. Probably a ghost could have done it, huh? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Could be. Interesting. Maybe. But it's not just about business for her. No. It's personal. Yes. Because her hot hubby is the mission. We don't know he's hot. He's not. Well, he's, Oh, we did see him. Yeah, he's got a big, I big forgot. muscle. We'll I forgot. Okay. Uh, her, oh, her fiance. I don't think fiance. they're married yet. Yeah. Her fiance is the commander of that mission. So mm-hmm. if the rocket explodes, that'll be a real bummer. Yes. It'll suck. And there's another uh, launch scheduled for tomorrow. So short notice. Oh my gosh. They only have so many launch windows, you know? Mm-hmm. So she's a little worried. Yes. So our our, our dynamic duo, Mulder and Scully, the oh sorry, yes, the Boo Crew, the Boo Crew roll down to Houston, mm-hmm. Texas. Everything's bigger in Texas. They I've heard that. 
they well except the golf carts i guess because they are at mission <laughs> control and they're getting a little ride through the i don't know whatever the, the building, building. <laughs> the building on like one of those little carts that you have at airports uh, and they're chatting about nasa and mm-hmm. who would potentially want to sabotage i don't know Mulder comes up with like a couple of reasons or he's like it could be what did he say He's got all sorts of options. He said it was like a deliberate, it could be a deliberate attempt to uh, cover up evidence of alien civilizations. That's true. He also, I, I remember what it was that I liked. One of his options was it could be an opponent of big science. <laughs> Did he funny. say that? I missed that. He was like, if you're an opponent of big science, then NASA's budget might bother you or something. <laughs> Which is very funny. It's just a funny phrase. Sure. But anyway... Yes, so the main one was him thinking that it's possible, potentially, that Mm -hmm. they're hiding evidence of alien life. Which, not to be a scully here, but that seems pretty thin to me. (laughs) But you saw the alien. I realize this. I still think it's thin. (laughs) I still think it's a thin theory. Wow. Anyway. Wow. We'll we'll get to it. Dragging Mulder. I guess. I would... Normally I would not, but in this particular case. Aliens. I guess. Anyway, so they are going to go see Marcus Aurelius Belt, mm-hmm. the guy we saw at the beginning who had the CGI ghost face attack him. Yep. Uh, and Mulder is clearly vibing hardcore. <laughs> he was a space nerd at some point. Yes. And he is very excited to be here. He wanted to be an astronaut. Mm-hmm. He's excited to explain space stuff to Scully, who does not give a single shit. <laughs> and she apparently did not go through the phase of wanting to be an astronaut. No. Which is hard for me to imagine. Were there really people who didn't? I mean, I didn't. <sighs> What's wrong with you? I don't know. What about space? I went through many phases. That was not one of them. But look at space, though. I mean, it's very cool. Yeah, I don't I don't have a reason why I didn't go through it. That's fair. I don't not want to be an astronaut. That's fair. Anyway, so he's very excited, and so they go into uh, Mr. Belt. I guess you can't say Mr. <laughs> Colonel, Colonel Belt. Sorry, Colonel Belt's office. Please. His very cool office. Sounds like a very dumb name, though, Colonel Belt. I mean, yeah, <laughs> anyway, you're correct. Uh, he does have a tight office. Yes. Though. He's got, like, uh, like wallpaper, or, like, one of those, like, big wall clings or whatever that's covering the entire back wall that's mm-hmm. just, like, a nebula. And he's got, like, space pictures everywhere. It's a cooler office than he deserves. I would hang out in this office. I want his space stuff in my room. I would take this office from him so I can use it myself. Uh, And, oh boy, Mulder is just a little fanboy. He's so excited. A little kid with his, uh, eight-year-old kid with his uh, baseball hat and his knee socks. and Sir, sir, Mr. Colonel, sir. Will you please sign my baseball card? I stayed up all night when I was a kid to watch you. I love space, and I loved your space walk. It was so good. It's pretty cute. It's pretty cute, actually. <laughs> uh, Scully's not having it. Scully is not into it. But... Uh, and nor is Colonel Bell. No. Who is also not into it. Which is fair. I feel like, I mean, in this case, there's other stuff going on. But if you were being, like, questioned by the FBI and they were also a fanboy, <laughs> that'd be really weird. I dynamic. guess. But he also just seems like he would never be into it in any circumstance. Yeah. He's kind of a, a no-fun-allowed type of guy. Which seems weird for an astronaut, but whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Don't they have to be more personable? Maybe not. Do they? I don't know. They're Is that like, true? 
basically like PR for NASA. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe not. I've only read one astronaut book, so I guess I'm not an expert. And you've only taken one astronomy class. So. Two, uh, two semesters, though. Okay. So, okay. Two semesters. Humble okay. brag. Anyway, so, uh, so Scully has to take the lead in this questioning because yes. Mulder is too busy making He's Gaga eyes. eyes. <laughs> right at Commander Belt over here. Colonel Belt, whatever. Uh, so she's kind of asking, you know, like, has he seen this picture of the scoring marks on the APU? What did I say? Oh, yeah, he's just, like, really going off about how no one, like, respects him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, whatever, he's really annoying. <laughs> he does have one, um, pretty metal line, though. He says, I don't remember what the context of this line was, but he said something like, there's not a single man that doesn't want to see the flight and come back, like, winged victory herself. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> just, that's, I don't know. I'll give him that line. That's a cool thing to say. That was the alien talking. It might have been the alien talking. <laughs> so, Spoilers. Oh, sorry. Wow. Sorry. So Scully's basically asking, you know, do you have any reason to believe that anyone would be tampering or there would mm-hmm. be a saboteur? And he is horrified. He's like, everyone here loves America and they love freedom <laughs> uh-huh. and they love space in that order. All those things. And they would never dare to do anything. And also mm-hmm. they're all competent. And they wouldn't be able to get away with it even if they wanted to. And yep. if you accuse us of anything, I'll kill you. <laughs> I, you, I, you were getting more out of this scene than I was. Uh, that's not getting that's this. literally what he said. Okay. And then he punched her in the face. Wow! And, I was to, and then Walter was like, go! Go, Commander Bell! <laughs> wow! He's was, taking the commander's side? Yeah, because he loves oh them God. so much. It was really messed her. up. It was a grim scene. This is going to throw a wrench in their relationship. <laughs> oh, I know. We'll talk about it, though. Wow. When we get to FBI do, of course. Um, but anyway, yeah, so he's very offended by even the accusation. Almost like he's projecting complicit a little bit perhaps uh so they leave or or the the boo crew and as they're leaving Scully does go uh didn't you want to get his autograph (laughs) to Boulder which is pretty funny it's pretty funny I mean he was being pretty she's gotta keep him grounded you know he needs it yeah he was getting a little excited sure but you know it's fun to be excited yeah I mean it's fair I would be too it's fine, I get it. Yeah, right. It's just that Belt's a loser, so he yeah. can be better. Yeah, I mean, pick a cooler astronaut to be into. Pick a cooler astronaut. Like this guy? I guess he maybe there are astronauts he's more into, but this is the only oh. guy he gets to talk to, maybe. Okay, that's all right. Maybe. Okay, fair enough. Um, so then they go to see the nerds in the lab. Yep. I don't know who they actually were. Were they, like, engineers or something? They're the nerds in the lab. They're lab nerds. Yep. They're wearing white coats, uh... The head engineer or nerd, the head nerd, yeah, says that he did not order this materials analysis that they've got of the APU, so he doesn't know why that would have been done, but he's suggesting that, like, they're an outside contractor, so maybe NASA did it internally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... And he... Yeah, go on. He also mentions that if they did find a problem and they had to fix it, it would delay the project by months. So mm-hmm. they definitely don't want to do that. That's true. But Mulder just can't imagine the idea of Belt knowingly putting astronauts at risk. So Why would he do that? Exactly. <sighs> so Mulder's hoping that the x-ray is bogus. Yes. But the fact that Commander Belt is creeping it at them, like, 
two stories up, <laughs> yes. just like staring over the side of the like mezzanine railing, mm-hmm. doesn't bode well. No, because it's a little creepy. Correct. Uh, so they go and they watch the launch, uh, and there's lots of science talk, and the shuttle does go off successfully. Yes. Everyone gets, in my opinion, prematurely excited. Yeah. I mean, I get that, like, launching is probably the most dangerous part, but... Yeah, that... Actually, that is probably where 90% of the problems come. Yeah. But I feel like I would wait until you get outside of the atmosphere before I start clapping and cheering. You'd think. Seems like bad juice. But consider this. I also want to be in NASA mission control and clap with everybody else and get really excited when a, a shuttle goes off. I know. I mean, I do on. too. I just want to be in a room with other people who are all excited about something. Do you remember that? <laughs> I, do, I do vaguely remember from the before times. Sounds fake. Yeah. <laughs> Haven't done that in a while. One day. So that's like all positive. It seems like, you know, crisis right. averted. I guess there wasn't a saboteur. Back to DC, I guess. Back to DC. So they go back to uh, their. Oh, well, uh, actually, one of the parts that I noticed on the second viewing was that the. What's her name? Michelle? Mm-hmm. The lady who, like, brought all of this information to them keeps looking at Mulder and Scully, and Belt notices her looking at them, and I think is putting two and two together that oh. she is the leak. I didn't notice yeah. that. Oh, that would make sense for... Okay. Yeah. So I think that's when he was like, oh, wait. <laughs> someone okay. gave someone an x-ray, and I believe it was her. Bum, bum, bum. So that's exciting. But yeah. anyway, they go back to the hotel. They're ready to get out of Dodge. Yep. And by Dodge, I mean Houston. Yes. Because it's fine. Mulder says he just lived through one of his childhood fantasies. Mm-hmm. He's just vibing with it. He's loving He's it. He's loving it. He's a space boy. Uh, but unfortunately, Michelle comes running after them. Uh-oh. <laughs> There's something wrong with the launch. Oh, my gosh. Oh, boy. Back to Houston. God damn it. Again. How far away did they go from Houston? Go. <laughs> because it's like this is like miles away or something but like why wouldn't they just be staying at a hotel in houston i mean they might be but then why do they keep saying we have to go back to houston did they say that yeah oh i don't know it was very strange perhaps all the hotels were booked maybe and they're like driving in like the driving rain yeah like in a lonesome highway and i'm like what hotel are you staying at (laughs) whatever it's fine anyway so they're driving back to houston yes it, there's a press blackout in effect, so there's mm-hmm. no news on the radio about the, the launch issues. Yes. So they can't figure out what's going on. And it is raining. Torrential. <laughs> it's raining. Downpour. So hard. It's insane. They should not be driving. This is not <laughs> safe. Like, you you literally cannot see anything. It was ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I've been in rain like that. You just have to pull over. Yeah. You can't keep going. No. But they keep going. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, what's in the fog in front of Michelle's face? It's another face that may or may not belong to option A, mm-hmm. an alien from Mars. Okay. Option B, okay. Ben Franklin. It's Ben Franklin, guys. <laughs> you can see his little glasses. <laughs> it's clearly Ben. Obviously. And it's because he's scared of space travel because yes. he's from old timey times. Of course. And he wants to stop it. Ben Franklin would be very into space travel. I know. That's <laughs> the unfortunate part. Opportunity. I know. How are we going <laughs> to draw this into our elaborate Ben Franklin narrative? It's he's upset mm-hmm. with Michelle okay. because 
She's trying to stop okay. the launch. Okay. And he wants... The... But it's already launched. Yeah. I'll think about it. Okay, we'll get there. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Okay. Uh, so anyway, the evil face comes out of the fog like it did earlier in Belt's bedroom. It's just like a shitty... <laughs> it's like if you took like, like a bad... Bit. Like a JPEG. Yeah. And then just, like, had it in paint and just, like, made it bigger. Like, dragged it to make it bigger. <laughs> and that's, like, it coming towards them. <laughs> like, it's just getting bigger on the screen. Yes. It's very funny. It's very bad. Uh, or scary. It's scary. And it does cause her to crash. I would have said that the rain maybe was You'd what think, was causing her yeah. to crash. But anyway, it causes her to crash in a pretty wild way, too. It, like, yeah. goes totally, like, flips over, but Ooh. is also somehow just still on the shoulder of the road. So it really, like, flipped fast. Yeah. Know. It was, it's a bad crash. Um, so then the rain instantly stops. Yeah. <laughs> and Mulder and Scully hurry out of their car to go try and save Michelle. Well, I was gonna say, perhaps the rain stopped because uh, her car flipped and then there was a commercial break. Oh. So perhaps during the commercial break, the rain had yeah. time to stop. There was time. Is okay. my idea. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, good point. That was a silly thing for me to point out. Yeah. Uh, so they, like, pull this woman who has just been in a car crash yes. and whose car has flipped uh-huh. on its head. They just, like, rip her out of the car. As everyone learns in their first aid course, um, move the spine mm-hmm. as much as mm-hmm. possible. Yeah. Um, get them up. Uh, get, have them run out a couple laps so they can get their blood <laughs> pumping. Exactly. Very important. Exactly. Yeah. The, the boards that they have at, like, pools and stuff, the, mm-hmm. I don't know what they call it, like, spine boards or whatever, backboards, mm-hmm. those are actually for just, like, you use the the kind of, like, edge of it to just, like, bash someone's spine. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah, just to make sure yeah. that it's broken. I mean, it's too bad they were there on the side of the road, so they didn't have one of those available, so exactly. they had to make do. I know, it's, it's so. a bummer. Uh, but luckily she's fine. It's kind of like the scene in, like, Whiplash, where he gets oh, into a car yeah. crash, and then, like... <laughs> is so determined that mm-hmm. he continues going because they go to mission control and she's just like got blood gushing down yeah. her face and it's she's like i'm ready as emotionally compelling and stressful as award-winning film whiplash it's interesting to see how similar concepts can be done differently by will graham mm-hmm. and damien chazelle correct <laughs> thank yes. you yeah so she they end up back at mission control they Need to like rotate the shuffle. The, what? <laughs> the guy, is that a dance move? They Everybody have, rotate like, a, the shuffle. A square dancing team. And All right, NASA. guys, we gotta rotate the shuffle. Rotate the shuffle. Rotate the shuffle. Um, they're back at mission control, and they need to rotate the shuttle, the okay. space shuttle, away from the big, big star in the sky mm-hmm. that will burn them. To kingdom come yes or something i don't know whatever they have to do some space nonsense there's more space words telemetry they say telemetry a lot basically someone is messing with the communications from their end and they're not able to communicate with the astronauts on the shuttle and so for some complicated convoluted telemetry. reason telemetry uh they have to go to the data banks mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because that's i think that's the only place someone could be messing with it from or I something guess. i don't know the call is coming from inside the house yes <laughs> so so they're... they go running it's very funny they have like their guns out the boo crew <laughs> but it's like 
they missed gun safety 101, I guess. Yeah. Just, like, pointing their gun at well, each mother. other. Well, that's true. Scully had hers up. That's true, that's true. Well, there's just, like, like, lazily waving his gun at everyone with his finger on the trigger. Anyway, so they see <laughs> there's an infestation of scientists in the databanks because they're just like they're just like a little guy hiding in the corner and yeah. they have to smoke him out. Uh, and he's got his little glasses and his mm-hmm. little white coat. He's a real nerd's nerd. He's very cute. Yeah, I like him. I'd like just, to hang out with him. I know he's just hiding in the corner. You know he runs a D and D game. Oh, he was actually, I mean, not really because he had two seconds of screen time. Mm-hmm. But he's, you know, he kind of reminded me of uh, Guillermo from What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen it, but... But you know, you know of yeah. him. Yeah. I liked him. He's my favorite character in this season. <laughs> this whole season. <laughs> the whole season. Whole season. Whoa. Um, so they... He works there. He just, like, he's working there. He's getting guns pointed at him, <laughs> which is eleven. Yeah. Um, but... I don't remember, like, how do they, what do they do next? They, like, determine that he isn't doing anything wrong. Yeah. They, like, just like, go oh, back to end. mission control. Back to mission control. Okay, that was pointless. Listen, there's a lot of, my notes in this is just, like, they go here, they come back from here. <laughs> I don't know, this episode, well, I don't need, I don't mean to spoil my final thoughts. Yeah, we'll get true. to it. So, the, anyway, so they go back to mission control. Belt's got to make the tough decision about what yes. to do, because their uplinked telemetry is down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he... <laughs> He's like, all right, we got to give the astronauts control of the ship. Those astronauts up in space, they're going to have to be running the ship now. Mm -hmm. And everyone's kind of freaking out, like, is that the right choice? Are they going to die? But, oh boy, those astronauts, good pilots. They spin that shuttle around. Right, spin that shuttle right round, right round. It turns out Belt was right, and all the astronauts are saved. Yay! More clapping in the control room. It's very (laughs) sad. Um, and then Belle goes to the bathroom and just, like, is freaking the fuck out. <laughs> oh, boy. We've all done it, yeah. you know. We've all had a tough day at work, and you just have to go into the bathroom and have a panic attack. Exactly. You know, it, it happens to everyone. Yeah. I get it. Um, and then, does the face show up, or does he just, like, no, look at the, at the mirror all freaking? Yeah, it doesn't show up in this scene. He's just, like, staring at himself. Okay. That's weird. Trying to see whether the monster is still inside of him or whether he is responsible. When you stare long enough into the abyss. Mm-hmm. Etc. Etc. As we say, this episode is dealing with some heady <laughs> emotional material. It's true. So. Uh, so we cut to the press conference yep. and uh, Michelle and Mulder and Scully are watching it from the back. And Michelle's kind of confirming for Mulder and Scully that Belt did not know that this was going to work. He mm-hmm. did not know that it wasn't going to kill all the astronauts. And I believe he was, like, putting the payload. They're, like, delivering a payload. Uh, I believe he was putting the payload above the lives of the astronauts. He was like, "Yeah, you guys gotta do this so that we can deliver that payload. Yeah. Um. So she's a little... No, that was later. Well, that is later, too. But, like, I think this was part of it, right? Okay. Sure. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway... So she's not super happy with yeah. Belt, because her hot mans was on mm-hmm. that shuttle. Her average-looking mans. Her human was that man yeah. was on that shuttle. Sure. And then Belt he, lies. Yes. <laughs> he says that the launch went magnificent, which is just not true. And then we smash cut to Mulder's face. He's got one tear <laughs> streaking down his face. It's rough. He just looks he looks very sad about it. He's this. devastated. My childhood hero is lying. 
For someone who's never trusted a government official, he really trusted that government official. You know, yeah. I get it. Mulder, he he talks a tough game. He says trust nobody. He does trust every <laughs> person that crosses his path, so. That's very sweet, though. He's a trusting guy. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. So then he, Mulder catches up with Belt in the hallway, and he just start crying, and he's sobbing, and he's like, why did you do it, Dad? Dad, why did you do it? Um, and then he's like, I believe astronauts are true American heroes, and then we just get, like, some American exceptionalism it's monologues for a while thing. about how, like, America is actually the best country on planet Earth because of yeah. our space program. I love America. And then Belt's complaining about how he doesn't get enough respect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It just, like, reminded me of cops who were like, how am I supposed to do my job if I don't get respect? And I'm like, yeah. talk to a bus driver. <laughs> sure. <laughs> who are, like, actually useful for society, and they don't get any respect. Wow, hating on astronauts. I mean, they're not as useful as bus drivers. That's true. My life would be worse if there weren't bus drivers than if there weren't astronauts. That's true. But, you know. Bus drivers don't get front page news if they drive the bus good, either. <laughs> I don't know. I was just, like, the kind of people who, like, think they deserve, like, adoration from the entire public for what they do. It just bugs me. But yeah, that's fair enough. Anyway, it's probably just because this guy's annoying. Yeah. Because uh, I do, like, actual astronauts. I'll admit it. Whatever. Yes. Whatever. Who doesn't? Mulder does. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, whatever. So he's complaining. And then he goes, Belt goes back to his shitty apartment. And it, I, it oh, looks like a hotel room. It's, I mean, it, I think in reality it, must it is. Be. But it is just the ugliest place on earth. It's just, it's just dark. It's dingy. It's very small. His hallway is like two inches wider than his shoulder. He's got like an ugly four poster bed. He's got this like nasty, like pastoral scene on his wall that looks like, it's just greasy and great. It looked like um, the scene in in Cabin in the Woods where there's that creepy uh, painting on the wall. I don't remember. remember. Anyway, there's a gross, evil painting on the wall in Cabin in the Woods, and it reminded me of that. It was unpleasant. Yes. It, it's just compared to his office, too, because his office at work is great. Yeah, so clearly the guy has some sense of style. He wasted it all on his work office, I guess. I guess. Disgusting. Ugh. Uh, and he also goes immediately to the fridge and just starts, like, chugging vodka. <laughs> to which I wrote, Russian spy. <gasps> with a lot of question marks after it. Oh, I didn't yeah. even consider that. Are we sure he's not a Soviet agent? Hmm. The KGB has gotten hmm. so far that they're just astronauts now. Maybe. He goes to work and he's like, uh, I love the cosmonauts. I mean astronauts and that's how he gives himself away is he the russian spy or is the alien oh and then if the alien is the russian spy does that mean that ben franklin is a russian spy you heard it here first folks i think ben franklin was an agent of the ussr in the 1700s yes wow yes fascinating i will not take any questions at this time okay thank you no questions asked uh, so he continues having flashbacks to his little spacewalk. His that was really good. <laughs> I mean, spacewalks are all like already very scary, and then he did also see a scary, spooky alien. Mm-hmm. So I get it; it would be upsetting. 
some very grainy lo-fi flashbacks. Well, his memory's failing him. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> He's getting weird. So he his face turns into the spooky Mars face again. Very scary. And then it, it comes, like, out of him. Yeah. It's like he's, like, expelling the wispy smoke, CGI smoke, yes, out of his body. And then the alien, or whatever, ghost alien, shoots out his window and go, uh, goes straight up. Like, yeah. he's going to the space shuttle, yeah. maybe, in orbit. And Belt is, like, reaching after the ghost, like, no, come back, I love you, ben, I didn't mean it. Ben Franklin. We can work this out, we, we've had our troubles, but I know that we can, you know, work this out together. And be stronger yeah. as a couple. Yeah. But Ben Franklin don't give a shit. He doesn't have time for scrubs like that. No. He's done. He knows his worth now. I would, listen, if I were Ben Franklin as a ghost from Mars. USSR I would, agent from it, Mars. Cur- yes. Mm-hmm. I would not be possessing this chump. No. Come on. Literally anyone would be better. Anyone. Anyone. That, I would possess that that cute little dude from the the nerd. I know. He's, he's very cute. Yeah. But he doesn't deserve to be possessed. That's true. That's true. Bill deserves it. Bill <laughs> got what was coming Fair to him. Fair enough. All right. Uh, so that's probably not good because it does mean that the evil ghost is heading straight for our current space astronaut boys yeah. and girls. And this was like one of the few like kind of cool shots is when the ghost leaves the room and like floats outside and then the camera turns and looks at belt inside it was one of the few cool shots thanks william graham thanks will you're a great profiler but you're an even better director (laughs) uh so we're back at mission control Mm -hmm. oh my god the the astronauts are saying that something's hitting the ship and now there's an oxygen leak they got so many problems everyone's freaking out Mm -hmm. Uh, they can't find Colonel Belt anywhere. Mulder and Scully offer to go find him because they need someone to come in and, like, make decisions or whatever. And last time, there was a big problem. He saved the astronauts. So Mulder and Scully walk, 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 walk up to walk, his walk, walk, uh, little apartment. They knock on that door. He opens it. He's got a ghost hangover. <laughs> he does not look good. No. He has been sitting on the couch crying, eating ice Hog cream. Just like watching, I don't when Harry met Sally. Or the Bachelor, the, the Walk to Remember, uh, crying about Ben mm-hmm. leaving him, is tough. Uh, but he he goes with them to Mission Control. Yep. His hair's all askew. Mm-hmm. He's haggard, but he tells those astronauts what to do. He's really focused on that payload. They have to don't deliver that payload. Payload. It's millions of dollars. They probably need. billions. I think it's only a million. I think they say millions. Okay, fine. Just millions. But it's a lot of money. If I was delivering a payload in space, it would be billions of dollars. That's well, all I'm saying. Okay. Why wow, you're so special. That's all I'm saying. You're so special. What would you be delivering? I don't know, like, uh, donuts. Girl Scout cookies? Girl Scout cookies. Do you think they get Girl Scout cookies in space, but, like, only during the times when they're selling them? <laughs> uh, maybe. That'd be nice. Maybe. I hope so. So he's really focused on delivering the payload. Obviously, Michelle's freaking out because her fiancé might die. Yes. And among other people who are up there. Uh, And she's not super happy that he's putting the payload before the lives of human people. But 
he is still going to do that. Mm-hmm. So Michelle like storms out because she's very upset, and yep. Mulder and Scully follow her, and she's freaking out. And then Mulder just like grabs her by the waist and just holds her for a while, <laughs> which is very close, but whatever. Uh, you should have done like a like a lift. Exactly. <laughs> just calm down. I mean, she probably would have like stopped freaking out if he just picked her up and like started yeah. freaking out about something else. Yeah, maybe. You know, distract her. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when you scare somebody to stop their hiccups. Exactly. So. Yeah. Um, and I don't even know how this happens, but they, like, end up going to the records hall. Yeah. So, well, before we talk about this, so I just, like, don't understand the logistics of what is going on and what the ghost is doing. Because it's, yeah. like, and how it works, because it's just, like, so the ghost, he's, like, left Belt's body, mm-hmm. and the ghost is in space right mm-hmm. now. Right, we're supposed to. Correct, It's yes. in space right now, sabotaging the craft. Yeah. And so, Belt is not possessed anymore. Correct. So, he's not possessed, but he's still, uh, he, he wants them to deliver the payload so they don't get defunded? Correct. Okay. So... Is that because he wants the ghost to be exposed? I just don't understand what he's doing versus what he's doing when he's possessed. Yeah. It doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. Yeah. I think most of what we've seen has been him not possessed, right? Okay. I think all his like evil possessed actions were off screen, like when he was destroying the APU somehow. Okay. I think all his I thought own... I thought the implication there was the ghost did that because they said nobody could have done that without being noticed. Yeah, you're right. So he wouldn't have been able to do that as a person, but the ghost could have, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, what is the point? Why was the ghost even possessing him? I don't know. Anyway, I was just wondering <laughs> if you had a, a stronger uh, sense of the logistics of the ghost's motivations because I did not, especially. Perhaps he had been possessed by the ghost for so long that there isn't a clear distinction anymore between them. Mm, perhaps. And his actions mirrored that of what the ghost would be doing, and that's why the ghost felt comfortable leaving, because it knew he would continue the good work on Earth. So has the ghost been, like, possessing him consistently for 20 years? I don't know. It doesn't seem like it, really. No. So I don't know, actually. So where's it been since? Partying, Why is it partying. here? Did it do the know. Challenger? <laughs> I think that was the implication. They seem to have, which is, like, kind of dicey. Ca- yeah, that's a little... I didn't like... <laughs> yeah, some of the reviews of this episode were like, uh... That was a little offense. Those were, like, real human beings yeah. who died. That's a little... That's, like, including 9-11 and the silly X-Files plot. I was like, oh, yeah. okay... I'm just saying, Chris Carter has a lot to answer for in this episode. It was uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> I would I would not bring real space disasters into no. this, but whatever. Um, anyway. So that's a good question, and I don't know the answer. All right. If, uh, if any of our listeners know, feel free to write in at scullynationpod at gmail.com. But then they'd have to rewatch this episode. <laughs> yeah, don't do that, though. It's not worth it. <laughs> it's not worth that much. Um, anyway, so we get a research montage. Yes. Uh, oh boy, they're looking at all that research. Yes. They're pulling now binders. They're checking mm-hmm. out the O-ring from the Challenger. Yep. They're the payload gets delivered. That's great. Mm-hmm. Awesome. 
They're um, looking at all of these, like, file names. Mm-hmm. And I did note, I did write down some of the file names. Okay. Uh, we've got StarWars.doc. Okay. Shuttle.doc. Twice. Monkeys.doc. Surface.doc. Codes.doc. Um, Triangle.doc. And my personal favorite, ClassifiedNASA.doc. <laughs> so... All of NASA's secrets are in that one text file on this computer. Is this like Greg in succession when he's got his little folder that says secrets? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> and receipts. Mm-hmm. Huh. Classified. Anyway, so if they had... I'm just saying, if they had just clicked on that file, they could have, like, solved, like, the entire alien mythology plot from the entirety of the nine seasons in this episode. Probably. They just opened that file. It's all in that... It's all in there. In that tiny little dot doc. Yes. This is what happened to your sister. This is, you know, this is what the government is covering up. This is where the aliens are. It's all in there. Those are pretty good file names. That's like... That's how you know that it's a well-organized machine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's also how I organize my files. Uh, just names. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't need folders. Yeah. I don't need like consistent naming practices oh. based on date or anything like don't that. Don't worry about it. Just like, I don't know, Star just, Wars. It's all about the vibe. Uh, but yeah, so they're looking for proof that Belt knew about the sabotage, basically. Which they seem to find. Uh, this is, I think, when we cut back to the, the shuttle... Yes. Like the stock footage of the shuttle or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the, the astronauts on yes. board. Okay, so, you know astronauts. Mm-hmm. They're doing, I guess, probably statistically one of the most dangerous jobs that you possibly can. Yes. They go through years of mm-hmm. training. They're specially selected, like, psychologically to mm-hmm. be people who can handle stress. <laughs> these, these guys uh-huh. see, like, presumably, like, a wisp... <laughs> Of, like, CGI outside the window of the shuttle, uh-huh. and they start going insane. <laughs> like, oh my god, oh my god, there's, oh, there's a ghost outside, <laughs> there's a ghost in space, there's a ghost outside the spaceship, we're all gonna die. Like, what, <laughs> what is that like? <laughs> like, in what universe would the, would the astronauts just not be like, that we hey, we see some we, atmospherical anomaly. Yeah, like, here's a photo. Mm-hmm. Take a look, NASA. I don't know. So the astronauts are also freaking out, which also never comes back, so... Yeah, never mention it again. Whatever. <laughs> like, see what they have already decided is a ghost. They use the word ghost. Yes. And then they, like, come back to Earth, and they're like, whatever. Well, look, what happens in space stays in space. I guess. So, I suppose. Unless you're built. Yeah, then it comes back with you. Yeah. And it's actually quite inconvenient. Mm-hmm. So it's a little rude. So anyway, Belt starts screaming because he's also freaking out. Uh, it's all just really bad. <laughs> he, just, he just screams, no! <laughs> it's very funny. It is very funny. These are not calm people. I mean, I would wager that most people wouldn't just start screaming. But especially, like, trained astronauts. You'd think. I don't know. These people are not calm. No. Um, but he's clearly, I guess, having, like, an actual he's breakdown. He's had some problems. Yeah. So, <laughs> they, like, 
go to his office where mm-hmm. he's like cowering under his desk and then they have to like pull him out like a cat under a bed <laughs> <laughs> he's like freaking out they're like okay come on he did take the time to write help me on top of his desk <laughs> he sure did. sure did even though he's awake and he says help me to them so don't know why he needed anyway. Also, he's like, is he even being possessed right now? What's happening to him? Um, the... no, because the ghost is in space right now, right? Yeah. So, I don't Whatever. know. Whatever. Maybe they have, like, a psychological connection or something. Uh. So, anyway, he's also, he's freaking out. Uh, they call paramedics. Scully wants to give him some sort of medicine that's gonna calm him down, but mm-hmm. Mulder's like, nope. He's gonna tell us the way to save these astronauts who are mm-hmm. dying from the evil space ghosts, coast to coast. And the, he just like he just like hypnotizes. Yeah, him. he just like puts his finger up and kind of like focuses his eyes. Yeah. I assume he learned that from the the guy that hypnotized him. I guess, yeah. So, so Mulder can hypnotize people, which is good to know. Yeah. And calm them down from a panic attack. I guess. I uh, mean, I guess conceivably, that would be something they would be trained to do: is true. calm people down and get them to focus. Yeah, I mean, it, it does make sense. It's just kind of funny. Yeah. Um, it does make sense. So, Belt is saying that the shuttle isn't going to be able to survive re-entry because mm-hmm. the fuselage is damaged, so that's not good. So, there's no way that the astronauts can get back? Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he just keeps saying things like, nobody can stop them, they don't want us to know, it lived in me, mm-hmm. just, you know, your ominous stuff. Sure, that, sure. That I... I know we've talked a big game about what we want our last words to be, but I feel like that would also be pretty good last words. Yeah, I right? guess. Yeah. Fair enough. I don't know. And then the evil ghost comes back? It like Yeah, it comes out. See, this is why I don't understand. Right. It was in space, the sabotaging the shuttle it. like two seconds ago, and now it's like coming out of him yeah. again. So, I don't know. This doesn't check out. I don't know. But, so the little evil face comes out, and then Michelle is like, oh my god, that's the face I saw in the fog! Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's sure. True. All right. I mean, it's enough. true. I would also remember that, because it was really dumb looking. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, yeah, I thought it was terrible. I guess. But they get the information out of him, and so they... Or, before we go back to Mission Control, I did enjoy just just a little... De- it's a, it's all about the little details. Yeah. Um, they were trying to... While Mulder was trying to get the information out of him, they were trying to, you know, get him strapped down to the gurney and mm-hmm. check his blood pressure and whatever and mm-hmm. make sure he's not dying. And, and they got their uh, little green suction cup and just put it against his cheek for a second. <laughs> <laughs> what? It was very... What? It was like a close-up and he was, like, talking... <laughs> You're gonna have to go back and watch it for just one second. <laughs> like a little green section <laughs> comes up and touches his cheek, and then it disappears <laughs> just for one second. You know the classic EMT <laughs> suction cup. I don't know what that suction cup was supposed to do. I don't know why it was there. That was one of the EMT's arms. You insensitive <laughs> swine. Okay, I'm it's sorry. It's a little suction cup arm. Okay. Did it make the sound effect of a suction cup? Um. The, there was too much talking, so we couldn't hear it. Oh, okay. But I did enjoy that little that is very bit funny. of uh, medical uh, drama. I'm going to have to rewatch that. <laughs> it's very funny. Uh, but anyway, as they're wheeling him away, he tells them to change the trajectory to 35 degrees for the landing, and mm-hmm. that'll be fine for some reason. I guess, like, a damaged fuselage isn't damaged if you hit the atmosphere just right. I, I also don't know why he is apparently the only person that can tell them that, because yeah. they have 
the entirety of NASA, yeah. the entirety of their scientific team, whose job it is to calculate re-entry trajectories and all that. Mm-hmm. But And their um, justification for why they had to get this information from Belt is because he flew this mission before. Which, <laughs> what does that don't mean? they have the records from his mission where they could find... <laughs> I don't know. The reentry trajectory. Also, when they like tell Michelle that, you know, they need to change the reentry tra- trajectory to 35 degrees, she instantly knows that means they'll be landing in Albuquerque, which is very impressive. Yeah. I was like, how did she do that math in her head in five She's seconds? A NASA scientist. It's like, oh, 35 degree reentry, prep the airfield in Albuquerque. I guess. Uh, so everyone's like freaking out. There's like a ticking time bomb because there's going to be like a communications blackout so they have to get them this information stat they give them the information about the 35 Mm -hmm. degrees they don't quite know if the transmission went through or not they're just waiting with bated breath to hear from albuquerque if the space shuttle's coming back in and they eventually see it and again this is another part where i have my concerns with them celebrating ahead of time because they start like freaking out cheering and clapping when they see the space shuttle coming, and I'm like, oh, yeah, like landing, landing is the hardest part. <laughs> like, let's let's calm down. Yeah. Let's like wait till they land first. It just would have been very funny if they were cheering and then they just like crashed. It's <laughs> a <laughs> so fiery yeah. crash of death. Um, but anyway, so they make it to Albuquerque. Her fiance gets on the mm-hmm. little radio and he's like, "No anywhere good to eat in Albuquerque." <laughs> <laughs> Cocky. He's over the ghost thing, I guess, from yeah. five seconds ago. He's over it. When he was freaking out about Oh, that, that. was weird. That anyway. Was weird. Whatever. I'm sorry I freaked out about that. Um, and, yeah. So, I think that's, like, it for them. And then that's we, pretty much it. Yeah. Then we see Belt in the hospital, and he's watching Michelle give a press conference on TV. Uh, and then the evil face shows up again. Oh, oh no. no. Is there no end in sight? Is Ben Franklin ever going to leave him alone? <sighs> Oh my god. So he gets up, belts out of bed, he like pulls out his IV, pulls off all the sensors, he starts fighting <laughs> the ghost. Yeah. He's like punching the air. Tilt tilting at windmills, perhaps. Yes. Uh and then he, and he hugs himself. He does hug himself. He realizes there's only one way to get rid of this ghost for some reason. I'm not sure why this will get rid of the ghost. I don't think it would, to be honest. <laughs> really I think make... he just kills himself. Oh, okay. And the ghost is still there. Oh. Because I thought Mulder was, like, he was trying to save us or something. No, no, no. I'm saying, yes. That, oh. That's that's what the episode was saying. I'm okay. saying it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. So, anyway, so Belt, like, yeah, grabs the ghost close to his body and jumps out the window to his demise. And mm-hmm. then the episode posits that that kills the ghost for some reason. I guess. The ghost that, like, went into space and then came back in five seconds. Mm-hmm. Can't handle its nope. host dying, I guess. I guess. Whatever. They also did not have a budget for a landing or a body. <laughs> it's just like, Whoa! you just kind of see his POV as he's falling, and then, that, and then that's it. He's also falling right into an intersection, which I thought was funny. Like, yeah. I guess if you were, like, jumping from a corner room in a hospital or something, maybe. I mean... But it seems like you'd have to, you'd like, have to leap, leap. Yeah, that's really true. far out of the... I mean, he did... Well... I don't know. Yeah. I've never jumped out of a building before. Well, we'll we'll try it out, yeah. and then next week we'll we'll let you know. We'll yeah return with our thoughts. Yes. Um. So he's saved the day, I guess, or whatever. Uh, we're back at FBI headquarters. Mulder, 
kind of bummed in general. The doctors are saying that uh, Belt had dementia or whatever, mm-hmm. but Mulder knows he's trying to save humanity. Yes. He has an innate desire to save us, is Mulder's theory, and I'm like, I don't know if that's true about <laughs> Belt, but whatever. Uh, and then he says something, like, very mysterious, like, we send these men up to space to unlock the doors of the universe, or something. Ooh, I don't know. poetic. I know. It's very nice. Um, but he, yeah, Mulder's, like, positing that this whole time, like, Belt was the one who sent the x-ray to Michelle, because, like, secretly, even if he wasn't conscious of it, he was always trying to thwart the ghost, mm-hmm. and he was always trying to save humanity. So, I guess Mulder still has hope and love for his hero. Yes. Um, and then we go to the funeral, mm-hmm. which I think is also very funny. It's like, I don't know. First of all, yeah, there's, like, Mulder and Scully are just, like, up front. <laughs> They're, like, at the front of the funeral yeah. for this man that they met two days ago. <laughs> yeah. Who's an astronaut who presumably has lots of people who... You'd think. ...are going to his funeral, but whatever. Uh, oh God, this is where we see Michelle's husband. Ugh, and this guy? A disappointment. This guy. I mean, you see Michelle? Yeah. And then you I mean, see... she's a stylish lady. She's a stylish lady. She's rocking it. She's yeah. got a good vibe. And then her husband just, like, has a mustache. This I don't guy. know. That's rough. Ugh. Anyway. She could do better. Maybe um, he has a great personality. Yeah, I guess. He freaked he out about being a, a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> He's not a calm man, though. Um, anyway, so then the episode ends with a shot of the American flag draped over his coffin, and then it, like, pans to the stars of the American flag, and then just wow. focuses on those beautiful... Beautiful. <laughs> Thanks, William Graham. We're done. <laughs> All right. That's the ep. Feed. Executive producer, Chris Carter. Mm-hmm. Clearly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, that's our episode. It was fine. Yeah. It was a little, like, rah-rah America. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll save your final thoughts. Oh, sorry. We got some other things to discuss. Okay. So that's the episode. So we we'll kind of move on to some behind the scenes stuff. So uh, again, for the second week in a row. So last week with ice, it was intended as a bottle episode to save money. Same thing this week. Um, this is another episode uh, that was intended to save money, and then it ended up being very expensive. This was actually the most expensive episode of the first season. That was not worth it at all. No, I don't know what happened. Where was the money? It was not on the screen. I don't know what it was. Did they my... have to pay NASA for the footage? Well, that's, that was my first thought, but actually the, the NASA footage was apparently very cheap, and that's why they used it, yeah. because it was cheap. Okay. So the CGI for the ghost face... It was not I good guess. enough to justify cost. I just, I can't imagine, there weren't really any stunts, especially. Oh. Yeah. I'm just, I don't know. I'm not sure why this ended up as the most expensive episode. So this, uh, they also had to make a lot of last minute changes because Na- there was a lot of things that NASA wouldn't let them show. Um, they like wouldn't let them show things in- inside the shuttle for some reason, which. Even if it's like a fake version yeah don't know why it didn't say why the russians sure i guess uh this is also chris carter's least favorite episode of the show well at least he's got some taste (laughs) yeah he's self-aware okay you know um and then another reason why this episode is probably pretty wonky is this episode's production period was 
right in September 1993 when the pilot was airing. So everybody was very busy with, you know, the show coming out and the reviews coming in. And I'm sure there was a lot to do. So I think everyone was a bit distracted. Okay. So that probably contributed to how wonky it was. And yeah, I think Chris Carter was saying that, you know, he was, he was busy doing press and, uh, interviews and things like that. And then he had to go home at the end of the day and write this episode. So, okay. Well, fine. Okay. You know, I'll grant you, you know, we can cut him a little bit of slack, but that probably contributed. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) So yeah, so that's pretty much it for behind the scenes stuff. Then real life basis. Uh, just one thing, the, there is a real face on Mars. It's a real thing. Real ghost, too. In the real... We don't know about the ghost. Okay. But there is a face. Okay. Could be a ghost. Not ruling out the ghost. Did... Is there any way that we can prove was the face there during Ben Franklin's lifetime, or did it only show up after he died? Yeah. They probably did not, um, like, discover it until after he's dead, so... Hmm. A little suspicious, huh? Almost like he, uh, died and zooped straight up mm-hmm. into Mars. We'll have to do some research. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's a real thing, and you might have heard of it because it was featured in Watchmen as well. Nice. Thanks, Mars. Thanks, Mars. All right, so that's pretty much it. Then we'll move on to who's that actor? Um, not too much this time. The So, yeah, so Ed Lauder, who played Belt, you might recognize him. He was in two episodes of Psych. Mm-hmm. He was the commissioner in the in the Canada episodes. I vaguely remember him from this. Maybe, yeah. Okay. Okay. You just watched the show, didn't Uh, you? When when were the Canadian episodes happening? Was that when they were like, when, uh, what's his name was in it? Carrie Ellis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. No, I did just watch that and I don't remember him at all. (laughs) Okay. Well, he didn't make much of an impression. (laughs) I guess not. Um, And then Susanna Thompson, who played Michelle, people probably know her. She's like a main cast member on Arrow and Timeless. I haven't seen either of them, but they're like long running shows. Um, and she was also on Kings, which was a great little cult show that nobody has ever seen. I haven't seen it. You would like it. Okay. I'll watch that's, it. That's the show that's like David and Goliath, but like oh. semi-modern day. Yeah, I would like this. Okay. And um, Ian McShane is in it. It's excellent. I gotta watch this. Sadly, it was canceled after one season. Um, it's another thing that like, if it had come out like like five years later, it would have been really popular. Damn, like Carnival all over mm-hmm. again. But yeah, you would you would definitely like it. Okay. I just liked her vibe. Yeah. She had a good vibe. She did. Well, you can see her on Kings. All right. Nice. So there you go. All right. Our, uh, now we come into what is arguably the best segment of the show. Perhaps. Blazer Watch, where we talk about the fashion. Hell. Yeah. There's not a lot in this one, I guess, other than <laughs> Michelle's outfit. Yeah, I was good. I liked her outfit at the beginning when they met her. She, like, came walking in all secretive. She had sunglasses. She had a very long coat. She had a long skirt. I was into that. It was fashionable. Yeah. Looked nice. Uh, at some point, Scully had a nice green blazer that I liked quite a bit. Okay. <laughs> about it. <laughs> That's about it. There's not... Not too much. Fun. Yeah, the uh, Michelle's outfit was the only thing that I really noted down, so I'm voting for that. Michelle wins. Yes. There weren't any crazy fashion choices this, this time around. No, which was disappointing. Sadly. I guess my favorite is the little scientist Guillermo with yeah. his little glasses and his little white coat. Yeah. That was pretty cute. But I just love Guillermo. 
Yeah, me too. I don't even know him, <laughs> yeah. and I love him. That's, that's the universal experience. The power of Guillermo. I loved him before I watched it. Yeah, he's great. He's delightful. Love that guy. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, yeah, so I think Michelle's a clear winner here. Yes. And... No contest. No contest, because everyone else is boring. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so moving on to our next segment that was fast. Uh, usually there's more fashion choices, but... Yeah. Alas, I guess all the money went to the ghost. And not... Well, I guess we could talk about the ghost's outfit. If the ghost had an outfit, I would oh, talk about it. Are you saying the ghost was in the nude? Well, if it's Ben Franklin. Well, that's I true. Mean, I, mean, yeah, I, mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah. Listen. All right, so our next segment is called FBI Do. And this is where we judge how close Mulder and Scully are to uh, falling in love. Doing the whole love thing love. so we rate this one on kind of the doomsday clock scale mm-hmm. so midnight instead of being um global catastrophic explosion <laughs> due to nuclear blasts yes. midnight is instead them falling in love mm-hmm. and 10 minutes to midnight is complete platonicism that's a word. Sure. And so we rate them between like 10 minutes to midnight and zero minutes to midnight on how close they are to uh, doing it. Mm-hmm. So what's an example of 10 minutes to midnight in this episode? I would say 10 minutes to midnight would be Michelle and her husband's mustache. <laughs> We're not getting anything from that. Nothing. <laughs> she loves him. She wants to smooch mm, his little mustache. Suppose she wants to smooch crunch, crunch, him, crunch. but not his mustache. Do you think he like grew it just to annoy her? I feel like I would do that <laughs> if I could grow facial hair. Maybe. I feel like I would grow a mustache just to annoy people. I mean, if I was in space, I wouldn't be spending a lot of time shaving. That's true. So, oh, he was only there for like two days. The point still stands. What if he only grew a perfect mustache and no beard? Oh, that's all he can grow. Well, 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 but. Not very romantic. No. That's true. They're literally, like, gonna get married. Nope. Alright, and then zero minutes to midnight. I think the answer is clear. Belton Ben Franklin? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously. There's no other choice. No. They're close, as close can be. Uh, literally. Yeah. That's, Sharing it's a little one possessive, body. Actually. One soul. I think their relationship's a little possessive and a little problematic. I mean... Yeah, Ben Franklin did abandon yeah. a Belt and presumably didn't even apologize. That's so. messed up. That's messed up. But Belt did kill both of them. <laughs> so that was also kind of messed up, too. Listen. Reddit, am I the asshole? <laughs> My boyfriend, 400 M dead ghost from Mars, USSR agent Ben Franklin, and me, male 52, got into a fight. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't apologize for leaving me to go kill some astronauts, so I got upset, and when he came back, I threw us both off of the balcony, and we died. Am I the asshole? Well, you're gonna have to let the internet fight about this one. Okay, we'll let Reddit decide. Sure. Always the best choice. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, so where are Mulder and Scully on this list? I would say that they were non-existent as characters, essentially. <laughs> yeah, this is a real, um, downturn from the last episode. We were, we were, we were eating. We were feasting last episode. Yeah, this episode, it's not just about, like, their relationship being non-existent. It's just, like, them. Th- them. 
Yeah. So, t- 10? Yeah, I think so. They, like, didn't do anything. No, I mean, I guess she teases him about the autograph. Yeah, it was kind of cute. But they were just, like, nothing. I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a 10. This was rough. This was a little rough episode was... for character development. Yeah. In that there wasn't any. Yes. And not a lot of emotions. No. Cold and scientific, you might say. You know? Like space. I guess. Like how space is cold and scientific. Cold. Is that true? I mean, you could say that about scientific. What about space is essentially scientific? Nothing. Well. So our next segment is my predictions, which, again, I guess this isn't really an episode that caters to that, so I don't even know if we want to... I was going to say we can just skip it. Okay. Unless... I mean, I think we have... I was going to say we could discuss our, our Ben Franklin uh, <laughs> threads, but yeah. I think we, we've covered it We've gotten into pretty... some detail yeah. on that one. Um, okay. So that's done. Uh, all right. So what was your uh, favorite scene or moment from the episode? There really wasn't a lot. Yeah, I, um, I mean, genuine enjoyment... I don't know. There wasn't wasn't too much, but I did just for silly camp reasons. I did like um, the ghost face. Yeah, just zooming at people. It's very, very funny. It's very silly. Yeah. Uh, I did really like the scene where he's in mission control and they're where the scene where they're like, "Oh my god, there's a ghost outside!" and then he just starts screaming. Yeah, that was no! very funny. <laughs> Not a ghost. It was very funny. Yes. So, I don't know. Okay, that's fair. That's my pick. Uh, yeah, God, this is boring. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think my least favorite was, yeah, when they implied that um, this fictional character did Challenger. Yeah, yikes. <laughs> uh, but we already talked about that. Um, I don't know. This episode was the one thing... Uh, it's you've seen the meme where Mulder it, it's from this episode where he's mm-hmm. sitting in the golf cart and he's like looking at Scully and he just says alien civilizations. Have oh, you seen that? yeah, yeah. Okay. So that was from that's this episode. Good. Okay, that's my favorite moment. So I then. instantly recognized that screen cap <laughs> okay. when that came up. That's my favorite. All right. All right. We got it. Memes. We got it, kids. Memes. Memes are my favorite. Love it. Um, sweet. So, yeah, so now we have to rate this episode, <laughs> which uh not to i think we've already kind of spoiled our thoughts a little bit um it's not good no so we rate on a scale of one to five five being best one being alien worst. faces uh yeah one out of five alien faces <gasps> oh sorry alien ghost faces ghost face alien ghost face alien but whatever feels right in the moment for this episode only <laughs> it's gonna be ghost faces okay Go- alien ghost faces it'll be a little alien ghost faces yes uh, is one too high? No. <laughs> um, it's an episode. I will. I'm trying. I like. I feel like I enjoyed it more than the shadows. Other one, the shadows. Yeah. I mean, so. I had I had fun watching. It was like a very bad episode, but it it had funny moments. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm just trying to think. I feel like you should probably um reserve your half stars. And your five stars for like truly excellent or truly terrible. Yeah. So I give this a one and a half. I feel like it's fine. Okay. I'll give it a one and a half. Okay. Uh yeah. So just kind of wrapping it up, uh, all the reasons why it's terrible. Uh one, 
the ghost alien motivations don't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. All two, the concept of an alien ghost is very silly. Doesn't really make any sense. Yeah, why is it an alien? Why is it an alien? Why is it a ghost <laughs> from space? Yeah, why is it a ghost or an alien? Why not one or the other? What is what is that? <laughs> <laughs> they, they've invented wholesale a new concept, yeah, the alien ghost. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, a huge con is that we don't ever see the astronauts in the shuttle. And I know that That's that was because of budget constraints and NASA was weird, but like there were no sense of stakes yeah. because we didn't see the astronauts that were in danger. Yeah. They're not the important people here. Yeah. I guess. Special effects were really bad, and I would say the most damning is Mulder and Scully didn't do anything. Yeah, they were just there. They, like, nothing. They were they went and collected Belt at one point, when no one could find him. Yeah. That's all they did. They were just non-entities. Yeah. I don't know. So, I would give this a one. It's okay. pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. It explicitly said at the end of the credits that it, like, wasn't paid for or approved by NASA, but the whole thing felt very much like it was, like, yeah. approved by NASA. It had the vibe where, like, you know how a bio- like an, uh, biopic of someone who's still alive just is never as good? Yeah. It felt like that. Yeah. It's like they couldn't actually do anything particularly interesting with NASA, because they couldn't... I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They didn't actually, like, grapple with any... Um, actual questions about whether the space program is good either. They literally mm-hmm. were just like, it's a foregone conclusion that obviously we should be spending this money on space yeah. travel and anyone who thinks differently hates America. I guess. I don't know. I had issues with it. Even as someone who loves space. Yeah. So. Not a great episode. Alas. But, on the bright side, there are brighter days ahead. Hey. <laughs> We're heading towards the sun. Yes. And uh, putting our backs to the cold, dead void of space. Yes. Yep. So next week, uh, we're going to be talking about Season 1, Episode 10, Fallen Angel, which is our next alien mythology episode. And yeah, I will say on the bright side, so this episode was pretty bad, but there are... We're entering a very interesting group of episodes. There's like... Like the ne- I feel like the next four or five episodes are really f- interesting okay. for various reasons. Good. So there's All right. there's good episodes ahead. All I'm, right. I'm excited about. Let me see. Uh, yeah, I feel like the next five or six episodes are pretty good. Nice. So. All right, I'm ready. Excited about it. All right. Well, that was our episode. If you have thoughts that you want to share with us, you can send us an email at uh, skellynationpod at gmail.com. And please do. Please do. We'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, And you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at skellynationpod. And our intro and outro music is by Putts. That's G-R-O-O-V-E-M-A-S-T-A-P-U-T-Z. And you can find their music on Bandcamp. And I have been your host, Amanda. And I've been Ella. And remember, trust no one except for us. (laughs) 